0: Hey guys, happy 2022. Cat from Tuesday Bears here. Um, I know I'm late doing a year in review summary. Um, everybody else pretty much done them all. They had them ready to go, but I've been having a hard time with motivation. The The ankle is broken. Um, it's in a cast. I'm finding it hard to move around to do things. A lot of my energy is being taken by, you know, I just you know, spent 20 minutes the other day working in my kitchen, and my back was aching, and my ankle was starting to hurt, so I had to stop. And it's frustrating because then I have to sit there and wait for the pain to go away, and I'm not motivated by the time that happens to do anything, so it's really hard. Um, I'm not whining about it. I'm just saying I understand why why I'm not motivated. Uh, It's just really a pain in my butt, really. So 2021, the year in review, we just moved into our house, our new house, and we were getting settled in for the new year. Uh, it, we were getting used to the neighbors, our coyotes. Um, I had a couple of incidents where I was outside at night with the dogs and I saw eyeballs glowing and I don't know if it was coyotes or if it was wolves or even the neighbor's dogs because we do have um, livestock guardian dogs living near us. Uh, they're not supposed to wander, but, uh, I have seen a couple of them on the property. The neighbors have told me if I see them to send them home, they have jobs to do. I don't mind them hanging around, but so I'm not sure what eyeballs I saw reflecting the light at me at night. I wasn't going to stick around and find out. I got my dogs. I got them in the house. You know, the weather turned really cold, really fast in January. Uh, we got to like minus 30 degrees, uh, something we never got in Toronto, so it was adjusting. I mean, average, I think the coldest it would get in Toronto on, you know, except for the cold spells, was about minus 10. Uh, we didn't get a lot of snow, maybe, you know, an, a couple of centimeters here or there. But the warmth, and the daylight, the heat of the, 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 the pavement and the, the buildings always melted the snow or turned it into a slushy mess. So it wasn't nothing that, that you would appreciate. And here it's minus thirty. And we've got snow past my kneecaps, which I'm only 5'3, so when I say snow past my knees, understand that it's not like a Shaquille O'Neal uh saying, Oh my gosh, the snow was past my kneecaps. It was it was deep enough for me though, you know. Uh, it was just really an adjustment to getting used to the weather. But the nice thing was like my husband goes and my husband and my son both drive back and forth to Toronto. Uh, they spend time in Toronto, Sunday to Friday night. And my husband said, like, he'd leave our place at minus 30 and be okay with that. It was like cold, but it was all right. It wasn't like your your hands didn't freeze. He, in Toronto, he'd get out for five minutes to pump gas, and the dampness of the air made the cold that much worse. So it wasn't wasn't it 30 temperatures it was it was during a cold snap in toronto at the time i think it was like minus 15 somewhere around there but he said it felt the coldness on the skin was so much worse now if your skin's not exposed then it's not as bad uh but any exposed skin really feels the damp cold there more than you feel it here in in our house like not in our house our house is warm but you know what i mean um We heat our house with a wood fireplace, so suddenly we've gone from having forced air, gas, heat in Toronto to a wood fireplace, which is uh, supported by uh, propane gas fireplaces as well. We have three of those. So uh, when the wood fireplace isn't burning, our house isn't going to get super cold or anything. We prefer to have the wood burning because it's much cheaper, And uh, so that was an adjustment because we had to get wood delivered. Uh, We had to cut wood. We had to chop it. We had to split kindling. Um, And my daughter and I, when we moved in here, had never really, aside from going camping and puttering around and failing pitifully at getting fires started when we were camping, husband was like, oh, I will get the fires going. So we just let him. It's camping. We were having a good time. But once we moved here the daughter and I had to get the fires going because we get up at seven, eight in the morning and if we didn't get the fire going and waited until my husband or son got up at one o'clock, because uh, they work nights, so they don't get up until one, uh, the house would have been freezing. So yeah, we um, we had to learn quickly how to, how to do a fire and uh, we're really good at it now. We can get that sucker going really fast and I've got a few tricks and hacks. Maybe I'll make a video and post it on YouTube. Um, how to get a fire going is, uh, a, a, a man, my husband was working with, bought a house with a fireplace and their heat wasn't working and they tried to, you know, turn, get the fire, wood fireplace going to, to heat the house. And he told my husband, they spent like over an hour to two hours trying to get this thing going and they just couldn't do it. So he went and quickly bought some heaters from, from the hardware store to heat the house because he just couldn't get the fire going. So there is a trick to it. Um, so yeah, and then of course February third, midwinter, which um, my son Sean says the middle of the summer is called is called the dog days of summer. So he's decided that he's going to start calling, and we agreed that he made the joke. But I said that's really good; we should start calling it that. So we've got dog days of summer, which is the middle of the summer, and to the end, and we're now going to call. Uh, the midwinter point, the polar bear days of winter. It fits. Um, there's a lot of snow that fell around then. Um, well, that was the other thing we had to adjust to, snow. Uh, we have a very long driveway. I don't know the exact measurements of the driveway because it winds, so it's a little bit longer than it would be if it just was a straight line to the road. I We measured it when we first moved in, but I cannot remember how long it is. And then the driveway goes past the house up to the, the the hill, up into the top level where there's a garage. And out there, there's a huge, huge uh, parking lot for the, the people who owned the house before us had a company. And they parked trucks up there. And you could easily park, like, maybe th- four or five large trucks up there. So uh, we had to clear all that out because um, the people who previously owned the house are still renting the top from us. So... Uh, we have to keep all that cleared for them. So we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. We we bought a naive, we bought a John Deere lawnmower with a snowblower. We thought, hey, that'll do it because we are city folk and we don't understand the snow out here. Uh, after a few good snowfalls and we realized we just could not do this. It was hours and hours. We we hired a man who has a plow and he would, he comes and he clears out our, our whole area for us. And he does a really amazing job. He's a really great guy. Uh, he does the best job. So that was another thing. Cause we lived in Toronto, like we barely shoveled. Uh, the city of Toronto has, a, what do you, I don't want to call them snow piles, but They have little Bobcat tractors that drive up and down the streets, keeping the streets cleared. Um, the only thing we had to do was our walkway to the street and the driveway. Now, we lived in a, a townhouse for the last three years. We lived in Toronto, and the uh, landlord—they—they uh, they shoveled everything. We didn't have to shovel anything. They cleared the, the walkways, everything. And before that, uh, yeah, we there wasn't we didn't we lived in places that didn't need a lot of shoveling. Maybe you know we'd have to go out every now and then. You can take a broom and sh- 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 sweep it away you get a little bit of heavy snow. You'd be out there for maybe 20 minutes, half an hour. Here, just to clear the walkway, and the the area where the, in front of the house where you come in and out, it's a good 30 minutes, maybe more, just just to clear a tiny little area. And if you want to actually do a good job, it's a lot more, you know, it's a lot harder to do. So uh, getting used to the snow clearing, adjusting to, we're not doing it. My husband has the dream. We want to get a, a machine Uh like uh, a, a UTV, a, a utility terrain vehicle, or an ATV, even, and put a plow on the front of that, and see if we can, you know, that's 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 the goal. We'll see how that works. But yeah, uh, yeah, we really had to adjust to 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 some stuff when we moved in here. Um, winter, but I love the winter. It was so beautiful, unlike Toronto. When it snows, it's it's beautiful for a couple hours, and then the pollution of the city. Turns the snow from this beautiful white blanket with this this crystalline shimmers in it to this slushy gray unpleasant looking thing. It just doesn't look nice, and then the it, it, the heat of the city melts it and globs it, and so it just it's 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 unpleasant looking. Snow is never nice looking in Toronto, uh, but out here, oh, you, I I would go for walks in the snow. Something I never did in Toronto and And I just enjoyed it so much, especially as the at night when the lights from the house, the spotlights you could really see the crystal crystals glimmering in the snow. It was just beautiful and and then of course, exploring and seeing the tracks in the snow was amazing. uh the canine tracks again, I don't know wolf, coyote, we've got both in the area, or just a neighbor's dog. I don't know how to tell the difference uh, but I'd be walking along and I'd see them. Um, a couple of times we saw deer tracks, and I'm assuming this was coyotes or wolves, something chasing the deer through the, the woods. You know, they take off onto the neighbor's property, so I have no idea what happened with that. A couple of times there was rabbit tracks, and one time, uh, the same thing, I saw the, the, the canine tracks chasing it, and well, the rabbit did not get away. There was scraps of fur left behind after the animals were done with it, uh, which my husky, found and uh played with quite a bit I could never get it off him he'd run away and dealing with him I couldn't pick it up and get rid of it and I'd always forget about it until the next time we walked by there and he he'd remember it was there and he'd get it and playing with it again until finally one day we were walking with my husband let him off the leash and he ran right to it grabbed it and swallowed it up <laughs> so that was unpleasant he was sick for a couple of days um, no, you can't let them eat the rabbit fur. It's not good for them. But, you know, that's how, how my, my stupid husky is. So, yeah, but I loved watching the the, the, the tracks. And, the, and oh, the birds, the birds come to my bird feeder and I love it. Cardinals, blue jays, there's so many ravens, crows, uh, little nuthatches, chickadees. I just love watching the birds. The woodpeckers, oh my gosh, there's so many woodpeckers here. Uh, they all come to the feeder and eat during the winter. So uh, I, I have some fi- pictures uh, as they come around. I take pictures and I'll post them online if anybody cares to go to my my blog. Um, Tuesday Bears. Uh, t- it's a WordPress uh, blog. Got some beautiful photographs. So uh, then spring came. Spring, along with spring, came uh, th- the explosion of flowers starting to grow and. Oh, it was just beautiful. The, the the leaves were green, and it was just gorgeous. And uh, just as I was getting ready to go outside, we had a really mild March. We went outside and started clearing up some of the debris from from the fall, and uh, we were in T-shirts. And just as we were getting really going on on getting everything ready, starting to get uh, moving for summer, uh, getting prepped for the spring and everything, um, yeah, we got COVID. That was that was our spring. We were done with COVID. It wasn't fun. Um, my son, my oldest, who's got the immune system of like this, like super stallion, he uh, he got sick for a day, and he was very insulting. He he came to me and my husband and said, "Oh, is this what being sick feels like, mom, dad? How do you guys live with yourselves? You're always sick." Like he is just a snot-nosed little boogerhead. So yeah, he was good. It took my husband and I maybe a month and a half to really get over it. My youngest didn't, he tested positive, but he never had any symptoms, which is, I'm glad about. Um, and, you know, it, it was good. My mother-in-law had a really hard time. She was hospitalized twice because of it. She had, comp, first it was for COVID. Um, and then second, it was, she was, went out for her breathing, but like, um, she got COVID pneumonia. And she got put on oxygen. Um, she had, you know, certain things in her system went out of whack. And they sent her home because she was starting to get depressed. And then she had some complications, some potassium issues and whatnot. So she ended up in the hospital twice. All COVID-related, obviously. Um, But she did not really start to become herself again until like July, her birthday. So um, even, I think even almost, no, actually August. August was when she really, you know, started to become herself again. Uh, Up until then, she was really needing us to still guide her and help her through everything. She had COVID confusion. Um, we were really worried about that because the doctor said they didn't know if she'd get over that. So we were really worried and, and, you know, she's, she's she's made a full recovery and she's doing good. Um, but we missed the whole spring, all the beautiful flowers. I I just sat in the house watching. I'd go sit on the stairs, uh, towards the pool, watching everything go happen, but I didn't get to interact with the spring. So I was a little disappointed. Um, we did open the pool, the middle to end of May. So that was exciting. It was too cold to swim at first, but uh, it was nice to be able to have the pool there. And By the time it was ready to swim, we were ready to get in there. It was nice, it was hot, and we spent the, I spent most of my time in the summer in the pool. Um, we decided to get some gardening done, and I am a flower girl. I like flowers, and I have my whole plan in my head of how I want my flowers to be. I want perennials, I want ground cover, I want stuff that when you put it in the ground, you really don't have to fiddle with it that much. Um, my previous owners of the house were like that. Obviously, they have a whole hill of beautiful periwinkles and whatnot of ground covered plants, so no weeds grow because the ground, the flower, the plants have just covered it. There's nowhere for a weed to grow, so there's very little maintenance, and I love it. It's one of my, it's my favorite garden. And that's what I wanted to do with some of the other gardens this year. Um, My husband wanted to buy vegetables. So I said to him, if you want vegetables, you can buy vegetables. Um, But you're going to have to, I, I hate vegetables. My mother had a vegetable garden and I hated it. I'd have to go out there constantly pulling weeds and working on it. And I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I don't like vegetables. They they don't. I, some people get the joy of I grew this and now I'm eating it. I don't get that, um, and it puts me in an adversary because a, a position with animals because as I'm growing things, and the animals are stealing them, I get really angry and I hate the animals a lot. Then, but the husband said he wanted tomato plants. He bought peppers. He bought all these 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 vegetables, and he planted. We planted them. Well, he supervised. Well my son, Sean, and I planted a lot of it. And that was about the extent of anybody else helping me with the garden. The rest of the summer was up to me. And with looking after my mother-in-law and whatnot, I just, I just, when I did get free time, I just decided to ignore the garden and do what I wanted to do to relax. And (laughs) that garden was so overgrown. I hated it so much. I kept, I'd go out there and I'd spend hours just pulling weeds and, and hacking at it. And And every time I got like a tomato or or pepper that was just like, oh, this is perfect. Um, I'm going to pick it tomorrow. It'll be great. And I go back the next day and some squirrel or some critter would have mangled it and it was ruined. So I never really got to enjoy the the benefits of of my labor because the animals destroyed them all. Even when I, if I picked, I tried picking them a little bit early, but they never ripened properly for me. So I never enjoyed anything from this garden. I just hated every minute I had to spend in it. I resented it. And uh, at the end of it all, my husband said, when you put all the manpower that I had to put into that garden to get those vegetables, it, it, that was very expensive. He said it was, would have been cheaper to with, with less hours. Just It's just better to buy it. We're not into the health thing of, ooh, I grew it so I know what's on it. I don't care. So... Yeah, we can buy vegetables. So husband's over the vegetable garden thing. We are, uh, this year we're going to do flowers, I hope. I've got, I've planned out a few flowers. So I'll let you know how that works out with my plans. Because I plan, doesn't always happen. Um, the summer came. And like I said, we spent a lot of time out in the pool in the summer. We had so much fun. Uh, it was wonderful. And then, of course, we needed other things. My husband bought a used ATV. And um, we had some fun ripping around the property on that. We used it to do some work around here, lugging things around and stuff. It was good. And um, we bought bows and arrows. We had already bought knives, throwing knives a few years ago, and we'd never gotten to use it. And so we set up a target, and we were throwing our knives at the target, and we were using our bows and arrows to hit the targets. And um, the group of us, my family, my me, my husband, my two oldest kids um and then our best friend and his two kids were there and yeah we spent a lot of hours at, at outside at the targets just shooting uh having a good time we did some some shooting at the uh with the guns too so that was good um oh my gosh though we were all we were all at the bows and we didn't notice our friend went and got his gun and he went to the opposite end of the yard to do some shooting and uh the dogs were running around in the the caged in pool area when he shot his gun um our doberman freaked out and somehow she's just howling and howling and howling and i went up top to check on her and she had somehow squeezed halfway through the m- iron rods of this fence and she couldn't move and she was how- her 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 nails were all bleeding from her trying to dig uh, her get some traction to get out from from the uh the the fence it took my husband and our her best friend and and my son, these men to oh, somehow managed to move the bars just enough to squeeze her through um, but she had a trauma from it, and uh, a few weeks later it swelled up, and it was bad uh we don 't know how why it took so long for it to swell up like that, but uh yeah, she had this big bubble on the side of her body that we you know was a big blood v- vessel had had popped there i guess and the blood had popped grow uh collected there so we had to baby her we had to make sure she didn't hit that area she wasn't allowed to really run and exert herself because she could exacerbate it so it was you know it's gone down now but it was quite painful for a while there because the one thing our doberman Frigga likes to do is run so when she's not allowed to run she whines and cries and she's very vocal about her displeasure um and all summer long, we oh my gosh, the swamp angels and the nut smugglers. Oh my gosh, they were so bad. Uh, the swamp an- angels and 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 the mosquitoes, and the black flies. Just oh my gosh, I got bit so bad I actually had blood dripping down my neck. It was so bad. I had this huge welts all over. Um, and my I everybody I bought bug juice. I bought bug spray, uh, repellent, and I put it at every, at every door outside of this house. So anybody exiting could step outside, spray themselves and others with the bug spray, put it back in the house and be ready to walk around. And everybody came up to visit. I was like, bug spray, you got to use the bug spray. And they'd smile at me. And yeah, yeah, my mother actually said, oh, I don't mind. I just switched them away. I don't mind mosquitoes. And then she went for a walk and she came. No, nope, she, she cut the walk short. And she came back and she was like, oh, I couldn't do it. And I laughed and I said, these aren't Toronto mosquitoes. These are country mosquitoes. They go for they they they're they're voracious, and there's thousands of them. You know, as opposed to Toronto where there's like you know maybe hundreds of them. So yeah, everybody everybody would laugh at me, it's okay. I don't mind. I'd rather not use the bug spray. And every single one, like my friend's daughter, she went out for a walk. She came back. She had pants on, and the mosquito bit through the pants. I don't know how that was possible. I don't know if it was a mosquito, but the bug went through the pants and bit her. So, um, yeah, they're just beasts out here. And the nut smugglers, the squirrels, they were raiding all my bird feeders and we had a pregnant one come. Oh, she was just, she'd sit in, she'd climb inside my my bird feeder and she'd just sit there for like half an hour just gorging herself. Um, She had this big belly and she'd cleared all her stomach of fur for feeding her babies, obviously. And and she would just sit there. She'd come every day about four thirty, I think, and she would just sit there till like five, five thirty, just eating, 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 eating. Um, I felt bad for her. I figured maybe she's she's by herself and she doesn't have somebody else to to, to allow her to have time to eat. So she just really had to gorge herself. And at first, I was resentful that she was eating all my seeds. But then, you know, I was like, well, you know what? Like, she doesn't. She 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 needs to eat, right? So, every day, I made sure I had enough f- treats outside for her to just you know eat eat as much as she needed. you know i didn't mind, so I did when when they built a nest in in the engine and chewed the wires for our jeep um and it cost us about four hundred dollars to fix that 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 I did resent the little rodents a bit, you know um but you know it is what it is. <laughs> This country life apparently that happens all the time here. So, what are you gonna do, right? Um, oh my gosh, we had so many wildfires, there was like a hundred wildfires burning at one time. So, we had like this smoky haze just everywhere, it was just crazy. You know, we had most of the summer we had uh fire bands on because uh it was so dry, we started off with this this, this wet, wet spring rain everywhere and we were like oh we were excited we we're going to have a great summer we're going to have the fire pit going every weekend and and then there were fire bands even like when we were doing fireworks i was worried like what if this sets off a a fire uh i didn't want to do that so we 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 cut it we didn't really do the fireworks you know um yeah it it, it you know it's just you don't want to be the one to be the jerk to to burn things down so uh in August, I was online and I I, I was looking at my, at my our our Huskies breeders page, and she had ended up having two puppies, that the the people who had purchased them from her were for whatever reason unable to pick them up, and so she was looking for a new home. And I I showed my husband, and you know there was some back and forth. That he no no, and I was like, oh, but he's so cute, and I was I was half-heartedly trying to convince them you know like part of me was like no and part of me was like oh but he's so cute and uh yeah yeah we end up getting another husky so now we have five dogs we have a doberman two huskies a golden doodle and a morky, and the two huskies are related one's an uncle and nephew relationship so they look so much alike like we walk somewhere and people are like oh my gosh is that the father because they have such a, a similar look to them uh, his name is Buddy. So we have uh Frigga the Dobe, who's almost nine, she'll be nine in March, Lyric, who's about four, uh Zelda who's three, uh Wicket the Morky who's 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 nine. And Buddy now, who's as I'm talking t- talking this is um is seven months. So um it's crazy in here. That's you know uh once my ankle is better I Right when I'm really in the heart of training, buddy, uh, my ankle broke and I was on bed rest and I couldn't do anything. And nobody, I, uh, nobody else was doing anything with him. So he's a little bit wild. Um, he's very stubborn. Oh, he's so stubborn. Oh, yeah. He, you give him a command and he stops and looks, and he, you can see him working it out. Like, what's in it for me? Do you have a treat for me? Do I want to come to you? Um, so I got to get once my ankle's better and I can actually work with him again. Uh, I gotta, all the bad habits he's picked up the last two months. I've gotta, I've gotta work that out of him. Um, oh, and fall was beautiful with all the colors and the leaves and it was just beautiful. Um, I would go for these walks, just taking buddy out for walks in the woods and all walking past the cows. And, uh, we had to close the pool in the fall. It was sad. I we, we closed it late. We we didn't book it and we got really busy. So we I think it was like after Thanksgiving the pool was actually closed. Um, it was so cold. Oh my gosh. Um, we learned a couple things about how to maintain. We had a problem with the pool at the end of the year with this, this silt, this white stuff at the bottom of the pool. And once the guys who came to close the pool explained to us, our mistake. We were like, we was a facepalm moment. We were just like, oh my gosh, we're so stupid. We kept vacuuming and vacuuming and vacuuming, and it just kept cycling back in. And they go, well, did you turn it on to pump to like get rid of the, the excess water, right? Like to dump the water out. If you vacuum while you're doing that, then it doesn't cycle back in. And we were like, that is the most obvious answer to the problem. All the time spent, hours and hours and hours spent trying to vacuum this crap out of the bottom of the pool. Not once did we think to turn it to just dump it out. So now we know, right? Any problems like that? You don't want to vacuum it to the, through the filter. You want to vacuum it through dumping it out the water. So draining. So, yeah. So we had to tidy up at the end of the w- fall, uh, we were just really getting good at that, and uh, that's when my it was November fourteenth. It was the and we were getting like the crunch, like okay, this is we got to make sure everything's done, put away stuff for the that from the f- summer, and um, that's when Buddy tackled me and broke my ankle. He hit me from behind. We got built. The, thank gosh, we had built the uh, dog pen, so we were in the dog pen. And with my daughter and I had the dogs out there running, and I bent over to pick up a ball, and Zelda banged into me, and I lost my balance. And Buddy was right behind her, and he hit me, and I went down. And my, we heard my ankle snap. We knew it was broken, and um, I was on bed rest for weeks, and I was trying to avoid surgery. And I, I think I was had the cast on my ankle for like a month, and then I got an air cast, and um, I'm now allowed to move around. I they said I could do a little bit for the last two weeks just before Christmas. Um, and I did little bits here and there. And now I'm able to do a little bit more. And it's good. But oh, it's still very frustrating. And Christmas was so hard. I love Christmas. I love cooking the Christmas dinner. I love love, love the shopping. I love you know, trying to find that. I'm not about the buying expensive gifts. I'm just about buying the gifts that the person is going to like. Like if it cost me 10 bucks... But the person is like, this is the best gift ever. That's what I want, you know. It's not about buying them something expensive. It's about find, finding what they want. So I, that's fun for me. And this year, my son went out and did all my Christmas shopping for me because I couldn't. I was in bed rest. He just kept sending me pictures. Is this good, Mom? Is this good, Mom? So, and uh, <laughs> Christmas dinner, I didn't do it. I I got up and I made cranberry sauce. I made a pumpkin pie, and that was about all I could do. My ankle was throbbing. I I couldn't. Like I didn't even make them back to back. I separate. I made this here, and I made you know uh, Christmas Day. The marathon of baking and cooking. It's, I love. I, I know it's very frustrating and everything, but I love it. I love it when when at the end of the day, the food is coming on the table, and I have. It's a Herculean task of me timing it so that the side dishes are ready at the exact same moment the turkey is exactly ready with the gravy and 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 drove my family crazy because I was like you got to do this and you got to do that and I was trying to like armchair quarterback Christmas dinner and they were getting so frustrated nobody was enjoying Christmas day because I was barking orders and I finally said you know what you guys are doing it you do it your way and you know what dinner got on the table it was really good my family did it it took 3 of them to be me for the day and at the end of the day, when it was time to clean up, you know, my husband said, OK, let's clean up now. And my kids were like, oh, my gosh, we've been very busy all day. We're so tired. And now we got to clean up. And my husband looked at them and said, this is what your mom does every year. And she doesn't complain. And she sits and she plays games with us and she hangs out at night. She's tired. She does it all by herself. So shut up. Let's get it done and appreciate that your mom does this all the time. And that was the best Christmas present I ever got. Uh, just that little bit of appreciation for what I I do do every year, so and New Year's Eve came. We 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 just hung around together, played some some of our new board games. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We played charades for the first time. Uh, the Christmas crackers that we got uh, that we used on Christmas Day didn't have any gifts in them or anything. Um, they just had these these these. It was really a crappy set. It was a lot of money too. My husband bought them at a. Uh, I forget what store. Oh, Chapters I think it was. Anyways, they they were crappy. They were like a really crappy set of 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 Christmas crackers. Uh we were found them very disappointing. And um but they the cards had charades on them. And that was the only good thing is that we played charades and we really had a good time doing it. It was fun. Um we didn't follow the rules properly, I'm sure, but you know, it, it, you know. It was we had a good time. We were laughing and that's all that matters and uh new year's same thing we played games and had a good time and and uh then new year's day our friend came up from toronto and we all hung out together and for the weekend and had a good time and lots of laughter and whatnot and yeah so and then um new year's weekend we uh i know i'm into 2022 here but i might as well sum it up but this is how our uh our, our year is starting out um all weekend long, our our Husky Lyric was, um, my friend bought his, his, I think he's two years old, German Shepherd, male, intact, and our intact Lyric, uh, was giving him a hard time all weekend, snapping at him, cornering him, not letting him move around the house much, and we thought it was just too intact, male thing, you know, and then after my friend left, Lyric got even worse, and he started harassing Zelda and acting like she was in heat, and, um... We took her to the vet, and she has a urinary tract infection, which is mimicking her being in heat. And so, yeah, Lyric is, like, howling, and he's being so annoying. And um, if you go to the Tuesday Bears uh, Facebook group, and look, I think there's videos there of him. He's howling, and Buddy, seven months old, he doesn't know what the heck's going on. But he's joining in because he's supporting his uncle, and he loves him. And so the two of them are howling, and it's quite Annoying and funny and cute at the same time. So I've never had a a husky that howled before. So, I mean, that's that, right? So, uh, yeah, so uh, Zelda's getting her urinary tract infection fixed. And and we also had to take Buddy to the vet, too, because he's got this, like, plum-sized thing underneath his tongue. Turns out he's got a swollen saliva saliva gland, and he's got to have surgery to remove that. So... Yeah, we're waiting for that to be scheduled, so that's that's how we're starting, and, and I went to the doctor yesterday, so Tuesday, Buddy and I got, we got told Buddy has to have surgery, Zelda's got her medication for her infection, and Wednesday I went to the surgeon and was told that I've got another three weeks in this stupid cast, and it doesn't look like there's any healing done from before Christmas to now, so... We'll see what happens, but ah, uh, so it's very frustrating. But you know, I had a good year. I, I will say that twenty twenty one was a good year. I know my husband's really stressed. He hate he hates to drive to Toronto. It's hard. He spends more time going to work, being at work, and coming home to work than he actually spends at the house. Um, but we've ended twenty twenty one. And we've entered 2022. We've got a plan for the family. We've got a new project that we're going to be joining in, working on together, all the four of us um, together. And uh, we're very excited about it. It's going to be um, something new and we, we, there will be a reveal. We're excited. Um, it's going to be a learning curve. So don't expect, you know, this to come. come. I'm hoping that we'll be able to to, to, to announce this new project um, maybe the spring. Uh we'll see how it works. But yeah, uh I signed up for TikTok. So Tuesday underscore bears is my TikTok handle. Um so far I've just posted two videos of of the dogs, and that's you know something new. Um I'm 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 learning, I'm working on new new stuff all the time, so I'm I'm still learning how to do these podcasts. But this is this is me saying this was my year. I will sum it up as it being a good year. Uh, everything's good. We've had our ups. We've had our downs. But that happens every year. Every year of everybody's life, there are good times. There are bad times. And all you can do, I mean, uh, if you only see the negative, you'll never get to enjoy the positive. So I think that's my, my goal for 2022 is to just concentrate on the good things and not let the negative things get me down. That's, that's what I'm going to do. And I hope, hope everybody can try to do that because I mean, we, the last two years have been pretty stressful. Uh, Ontario's back in a lockdown again. Kids aren't going to school. Restaurants are closed. People aren't working. People are stressed about, are they going to buy food? Are they going to pay their rent? Um, it's a lot of stress and i know when you're in that situation and you're trying to figure out where the money's going it's so hard and it, it's so hard to keep positive it's it's i've been there so many times in my life and it's so hard to look f- for the good but i think it's at times like that that it's really important for you to 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 really concentrate on looking for the positive and the good even if it's just a beautiful sunset or or for somebody who's got kids, you know, having that moment with those kids of of just being together and having that bond increase between parent and child. You, you, those are the moments you've got to look for. You've got to live for them. Uh, and in the years to come, when you remember those hard times, you'll remember the, the, the little bit of light that those moments brought to you. I know because when I look back at the times where my family struggled, I remember those times where I opened up the fridge and I was having such a bad day. I'd been at work all day and I was, I was just gutted. I was just tired and exhausted and depressed. And, and I opened up the fridge door and there's this little tiny stuffed animal tiger staring at me, made me so startled. I I was like, what the heck is this? But it made me laugh. My son had decided that his tiger was too hot and he needed to be in the fridge to cool off for a bit. Um, He was like seven years old at the time, so that was like 20 years ago, and I still remember at that moment, I was just at the, so at the bottom of the barrel, and that tiger just lifted me up and brought me out of it, and I remember my son coming, because I I did get scared, I went, what the heck, and he came out, and he's like, what Mom? And he hugged me and he was like, I'm sorry for startling you, mom. And I was like, it's okay. It was perfect. It was the best thing to happen right now. And because that tiger startled me, I gave me a laugh, but then it led to a moment where my son came, he sat, he hugged me. And then we had a nice little talk about, you know, his day and stuff. So those are the moments you got to live for. So that's, that's, that's all try to be kind and look for the good in things. That's, that's all I can say. All right. So goodbye. Have a good day. Uh, look for really the good.